My brother didn't bend it so much, he only 16. I be scared just to ask how he feel. Remember when I was 16, I ain't talked to nobody since then. I been fucking with pills. My mama passed before I could pay any bills. Nigga, this life should get real. I got cousins that could've went straight to the league, but they hop straight in the field. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Constance Annan Show. I am your host, Constance Annan. And if you are tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube, search for the Constance Annan Show, and there you can watch your girl. <laughs> now, if you are new here, this is a talk show where we get into some things. Sometimes we talk about everything, nothing. It don't really matter. We just want to get into it. Now, I have a guest here with me today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. You already know who it is. Just let them know, lay man. I had to had to pull up, had to pop off. You feel me? Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank Yes, I'm so glad you are here. I think the first thing we can get into is the name because when you look you up on Apple Music, you see L E K L. Mm-hmm. You just introduce yourself as let them know, lay. Which do you prefer? So uh, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, I do L E K L because it's an acronym, but. Every, everybody calls you everything. I do mainly go by Let Em Know Lay, though. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. First and foremost, we're painting for the people that are watching and listening. Definitely. Lay, what do I call you? Lay? Let Em Know Lay? Lay. It don't matter. You don't got to say the whole thing. Okay. No, you got to let me. You got. You know, I got to put some respect on your name. So how you want me, <laughs> you can how say you want lay, me to address lay, you, Lay? Okay. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and paint whatever you want to paint. There is no judgment. I think the first thing we can start with is... This hot single that everybody is playing and buzzing 16 is the name of the single, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I have a question for you. And the first question is, 16-year-old Lay, right? Let's yeah. go back to that version of you. Did 16-year-old Lay expect you to be who you are today? Hell no. Okay, where were you in the mind state at 16? I feel like in the mind state at 16, I was going through some things. I was kind of going through a lot. Mentally, I feel like, you know, now that I'm older and I'm an adult, like, I feel like, okay, I wasn't really going through shit, but for a 16-year-old to go through some of the things I've been through was kind of a lot. It was, it was, it was a little hectic. Mm -hmm. It was great days, but I did, yeah, it's a lot. Okay. Now, this is a little bit of a different interview. Yes, I like to ask general questions, but I do like to get into it. So, do you mind me touching on the, you know, what a lot entailed? I know that you speak a lot about your mom passing in yeah. your music. It's R.I.P. Mom. and Be- Is Beanie Mom? Yes. Okay, so we're always saying R.I.P. Mom, did she pass around 16? Oh, no. My mom passed in uh 2020. Oh, recently. So, yeah, recently. Okay, and how did um, that affect the music process? That affected the music process a little bit because she always helped me with my music. Although I feel like we could have been much closer mm-hmm. when I was growing up and everything, you know. It just being able to have someone that actually not judge and be a parent. Like right. everybody else's parents be like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. Maybe be like, turn the fuck up. Well, like do this, do that. <laughs> so like, you know, sometimes that was good. Sometimes that was bad. But just to have somebody that was always in my corner behind the music or anything I made, no matter the situation or the terms we were on. So I feel like once she left, it would it kind of messed me up, but it also made me feel good because you know it's no more pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And also, I was able to you know like mend bond, mend the bond and right. everything, and like you know really forgive each other for some of the stuff we've been through. Beautiful, that's good. I'm glad you yeah. had that opportunity before she passed. Um, I want to get back to that 16 year old version of you. Were you doing music back then? Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. you said that you didn't think you'd be where you are today. What was, like, I know you were going through a lot, but what was it that you, how can I say this? Like, I know you talk about in your music pain and uh, I want to say depression and pills and all those things. I'm assuming that was around 16 because the song yeah. is 16. So, what was it that you were, like, where were you at 16? Like, what was going on? So, basically, at 16, 
I just feel like I was still trying to, like, find myself a little bit, you know, okay. you feel me? Like, you know, just not too long after, like, it was, like, three years after I came out and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, certain people didn't agree with my lifestyle and stuff like that. So, it would kind of, like, mess with my mental. And I would, like, do pills and stuff, like, for a release. It would be yeah. like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we going to get lit today. We going to do this. We going to do that. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, like... Even, like, slight, even battles I've had with, like, self-harm and stuff like that. You okay. know, that stuff people that don't want to talk about. But I've tried to talk about it in my music because, you know, with black people, we act like it doesn't happen. Right. Or it'll be like, oh, you know, we don't do that. Or right. just pray about it or do this, do that. And sometimes, you know, has to be it has to be deeper than that. Some of us might need to do, like, therapy and stuff like that because, you know... So I just feel like at sixteen, if I had more of that, I wouldn't have would have wouldn't have had to resort to some coping mechanisms mm -hmm. that I had. Right, I feel you. Okay, and so you were still doing music. What did you not? So I asked initially, like, how did you or did you see yourself in this place now? And you said no. So if you were doing music, what did you think the music was going to do for you back then? I mean, I don't know. I didn't think that I would. Some days I didn't think I would make it this far, okay. or like you know, just feeling down and out or like letting anxiety get to me like depression get to me it'll just be like oh you doing this for nothing sometimes mm -hmm. and you know as I got older I just thank myself for not giving up and eventually right. realizing that I don't have a plan B like this is what you want to do this is your dreams and just it's great to stick to it beautiful so you talked about a plan B I have this thing where I'm like always telling people I don't believe in plan B's like I'm really at big all. I was just about to ask so do you believe in plan B's and you said um, not at all I don't believe in plan B's. I do believe in having a backup, but like, if you think too much on it, you, that's what you're going to end up doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like if you know, if you have already have a backup plan, like it's okay to have like a backup plan, but if you already have a plan that it's not going to work, then it's not going to work. Right. I agree. And I feel like when it comes to the backup plan, it's one of those things where like, for me, it's always been something to redirect me back to plan A. So like, yeah. maybe I'll go to work, right? And I'll work however many hours I need to work so that I can put money back into my show so that I am getting closer to that plan A goal. But it's never to get lost in that plan B because I quit or whatever the case may be. You actually posted today on your Instagram. Let me get the post. Okay. You posted on your Instagram. I'll spend my last on music before anything else. We're not the same. I really do this. Some of y'all just want to look the part. It get real nitty gritty for this shit. Yeah, I know I'm going to make real. it. When you talk about spending your last on some music, what's some? give me an example of, some, of a time that you spent your last on uh, Recently, uh, shout out DMV Hoods and News. Um, I spent my last $60 on the promotion post for 16 Okay. And it was just like, you know, fuck it. Like, I made money off of it because, you know, everyone's like, I want to feature now or like, I want to see this, see that, you know, but... Just being able to bet on yourself and knowing that, I don't know, walk by, well, I was just telling my girl, walk by faith, not by sight. And, like, mm -hmm. I was saying it jokingly because, like, I was buying some shit I probably shouldn't have bought. But, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's really, it's really facts that, like, sometimes you really got to, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to, I know how to explain it, but you just got to go the extra mile for yourself. I believe it, and I agree with it. It's, I feel like it's a different type of person that that really prioritizes their goals and their dreams. And I think that there are a lot of people that have these goals and aspirations, but they are scared to bet on their themselves. When you spent that last 60, what, like, <laughs> were you, did you think it was going to amount to what it amounted to? What, first of all, when you paid for the promo, what changed after that? 
So basically, when I paid for the pr- promotion, like mm-hmm. a lot of people just start seeing the song, and like you know, I was invited to a, a like a intimate conversation with uh, Say Cheese with uh, Sean Cotton and everything, okay. and like you know, just certain opportunities that I've gotten just off of initially doing that first promo, mm-hmm. people are actually seeing like, oh, okay, she's taking this seriously. We really want to work with her. Then they hear the story behind it. Like, she really took her last. So, people know like, if we um, invest into her or sow into her, they know that I'm going to you know, re- right. reciprocate what, what, needs to, what needs to happen. Where does that drive come from? That motivation, that what what is it within you that is you know pushing you to go put your last into something or to even believe in yourself? Um, I haven't really like coming from not saying I came from nothing. Like I I ain't never I've struggled, but it wasn't struggle struggle. But then when you think about it, there is days I'd be like, dang, okay, I got to eat this or like I ain't really going to be able to do this and do that and just thinking like if I really push my dreams, I don't ever have to worry about that. And the next person behind me will be like, oh, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Or I was just telling my brother, uh, my brother, good money, like, we can do this, we can do that. And we could have been doing this, but just the drive and the hunger for it because we're not having much. Right. So it's like the days I ain't have nothing and never knew I was going to have what I have now, like even with a job, like there was days I wasn't working that $60. I wouldn't have spent that $60 on nothing. Right. I would have held on <laughs> right. to that $60. Like it was, you know, but just being able to know like, all right, bet I'm working. I got another check coming. Just, it, it pushes me more like, just do it. Right. Cause it's, yeah, it's not. I respect it. I respect it. That's, I mean, I think that part of that is the reason why I invited you here. I'm like really big on people believing in their dreams altogether, yeah. right? Believe in your dreams, pursue your dreams. And when I saw that there was another woman in from the same area that I'm from, I was yeah. like, okay, I gotta have her here. And so I think I want to touch on that. Just being a woman in this industry, you realize that like, I think you and me both could probably attest to this. Like we don't look like the average, how can I say this? Like. You don't look like the average female rapper. I don't look like the average girl that's sitting in front of a camera. I think you and I are both doing something and opening doors for other people and yeah. saying that you don't have to look a certain way yeah. in order to occupy this space. Not when you real. were, um, you know, when you were first coming out and when you realized that you had this talent and you were pushing yourself out there, did you ever fear um, not being accepted because of the way you look? Yeah, and like, you know, you feel me? I feel like I definitely do got to go the extra mile. You feel me being, you know... Just being a part of the LGBT, being masculine, like, you got to go the extra mile. Like, I'm a, I told my dad, he was trying to explain something to me, and I was like, I'm black, I'm a female, and I'm lesbian. Like, mm-hmm. it's like already three odds, like, back right. to back to back that's against me. But just being able to push through it and, like, people being able to relate to, you know, my music and stuff. Like, oh, okay, back to what I was saying. She can do it, I can do it. It really mm-hmm. it helps people to see that, you feel me? Because, you know, it's it's a lot of... A lot of stuff is stigmatized for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people get shamed for nothing, you right. feel me? Or, like, you look at Lizzo and stuff like that, and she don't care. Like, right. she hop out there tomorrow, she'll walk down the street butt-ass naked, right. but, and people will talk about her all day, but right. she's still going to make her money. So it's just like, you know, it's certain stuff you can't really be worried about. Right. Yeah, because if I keep pushing and everything, it won't even matter. Exactly. Yeah. And it's coming to show that it doesn't matter. I know you recently hit a million views on uh, TikTok. Yeah. Okay. What? How? How was that for you? Seeing the million views. It was. It was exciting. It was. I think it was more exciting seeing it grow. Okay. Like 
seeing the amount of love that I got and like the comments and everything just made it like wow like it's really happening mm-hmm. like like damn like I really did this or I really made the song like like how everything even happened like I made the song it was um a free you know I had a, won a free session from Greenhouse Studios shout out to Greenhouse Studios you need a studio to go to lock in with them definitely they feel me but like just the love and support. They did a little contest and it was just off tags and you feel me. At the time, I couldn't even afford a session. Mm-hmm. So everyone was tagging me and like I won that session and they blessed me with some merch, like TV, like a TV and everything. Like, and the shit is crazy because like, you know, you never know how that works. I still right. got the TV. I still go home, right. that, crank my music. <laughs> like, you know, just people that really believe in people and so into your life. And then I did the session there. I had got the beat from, um, his name's, uh, T blossom. I got the beat from him and just everything to work out in the favor. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I ain't really set uh, 16. I ain't really put nothing behind it. Like I wasn't able to like everyone around me sold into me. So, you know, I'm able to push the song and forward to, to be able to go up. So it just, it feels good because it was like, I have nothing. Right. I feel you. And you know what? From the outside looking in, it looks like you are receiving a lot of support. Yeah. I think a lot of upcoming artists can say, they speak to the fact that they feel like they don't get a lot of support from their area. And I'm seeing that you've got major um, music outlets from the yeah. DMV repping you, supporting you, pushing you out there. And not only is it uh, amazing that you have people from your area supporting you, but I think it's great that there's a lot of like men supporting you. I mean, you just have a very big audience and so how are you able to cultivate so much support um i feel like being humble okay i've never tried to shit on anyone or like stun on anybody because you don't win like that you feel me or like you know and also like i pay my dues like not even trying to be funny or anything but like the stuff that people don't want to do like go to the open mics or like traveling hours and hours to pay $20 to perform on somebody's stage or like, you know, just really just branching out. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to get outside. Um, they don't want to get outside the DMV or they don't want to buy promo from other States or they don't want to buy promo from their state. It's just like, you really got to show people that you give a fuck about your music. Mm -hmm. The thing is, everyone wants people to invest this, crazy amount of bread into them just because they posted on their Instagram and it's not going to happen. Like, I remember I used to think like that and I seen O-Dog, one of the comedians that he always talks about like marketing and needing marketing and he was like, you're not going to win showing the stuff to the same people on your page and like, he said in a funny ass way, I was watching shit out of that, I was like damn, that shit funny but shit but like it really, it's really true. Like you really got to push, you got to push it. You got to make people believe in you. Right. And I feel like that goes back to the walking by faith, not by sight. Like when yeah. you um, have some sense of faith in yourself and in God and know that and you're trusting in your process, eventually shit will begin to click. I think a lot of people sit back and they're afraid for whatever reason or they have these doubts, maybe even about themselves. And they're allowing that to hinder them from making these steps that will not only benefit them, but allow others to see the root of or excuse me, like um, allow others to see uh, the, what do you call it? Like the the fruit of their labor like yeah, a lot of other people to see what the fuck they've done so i think that that is um great that you can speak to that now i have this segment on my show that i like to call bitch did you see that tweet okay 
<laughs> now, I see a bunch of dumb shit on my TL, and I bring it to um, the show, right? And so mm-hmm. today's segment of Bitch, Did You See That Tweet was tweeted by, it was actually tweeted by Stay Cheese, DGTL, and the tweet reads, the woman who created the viral sound, it's a chicken salad, says Google offered $500 to buy her sound. She declined that lowball offer and partnered with Weight Watchers securing a bag. What are your thoughts on that when you hear that tweet? Um... Never settling. Like you gotta, you gotta push, and that's another thing that goes back into the. You're not the what society says you should look like or what you should do. Like just for them to think they could. Give her five hundred dollars right. for a sound she's probably made way more than five hundred dollars right. off of, or like even the people she was promoting for. Like you know, I just, I just feel like it's kind of like a slap in the face for them to even offer her that. Right, I agree. You feel me? It's definitely a slap in the face. I think it's so stupid that companies will see that they can benefit from somebody and they'll try to low ball you, especially a black woman. You know, they always gonna low ball a black woman, like you said earlier. When you black and you're a woman, that adds to it. Like that's already something people don't like. And I think it's fucked up that they did that shit to her. I'm glad she held it down and secured a bigger bag. And I think the takeaway lesson that you took from that was great as well. Not to settle. I think when you are up and coming. Um, we will see a lot of uh, opportunities that are given to us, right? Um, I think in in um, retrospect regarding being an artist. Yeah. Do you want to be a independent artist? Are you trying to get signed by something? Yeah, like my, my goal is to be independent. Okay. But, you know, I wouldn't be on the outs of signing anything because, you know, it really could help. I seen, I seen Yo Gotti say something. He was like, you know... A lot of people are against signing, but, you know, you do need a budget. Sometimes you do need, you know, money and everything behind mm-hmm. you. It's just you have to be smart with it. You just know just know that, you know, it's genuine and you agree with everything that's going on. But mainly, yeah, I would love to be I would love to just keep being independent and go the independent route. Um, I just seen Shaq Lizzie. He just went platinum I independently white girl after um. Uh, a few years and like you know he just dropped the video for it and everything right. so you know that joint that joint really about to go up so it's possible just seeing you know just someone from the someone from the area right. it's, it's a lot of motivation to stay independent because it can be done most of death most death it can be done and just like you said just don't fucking settle i think i had this dream of like uh signing to something or having somebody sign me and when i sat back and i realized and i thought about it i was just like i'm sitting around waiting for somebody to offer me money yeah. and i'm sitting around for this deal when i could be figuring out a way to get to the bread myself so that i can yeah. hurry up and get out of um working i fucking hate working <laughs> <laughs> speaking of i know you get on live and you show that you at work which i <laughs> applaud you for because when you get on the internet everybody creates this uh image that they're out of work you know they, they're yeah. pursuing their dreams they're doing this and you still holding it down you let people know look ain't shit sweet over here i'm putting effort into the music but i'm also still clocking yeah. in getting this money what the fuck is it like you, you talked about being humble what is it what is it that has that has allowed you to be so humble were you raised that way did something happen yeah, like i've always been been raised you know like my dad everybody know like my dad uh he 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 got your back like my dad to give somebody his jacket shoes off his feet i've seen it mm-hmm. like literally we be talking Hey, young, issues like that, man, come on. Like, he, friends of mine, he done took or, like, you know, just, you got to be, you got to be humble because 
nothing's owed to anybody. Nobody owes anyone anything. Mm-hmm. Like, even as much as somebody might be like, oh, I did this for you. I did that for you. You have to realize that nobody know, owes any of us nothing. Mm-hmm. So just remaining humble and knowing that I'd be broke if I don't take my ass to work. Take your ass to work. <laughs> like, I know it's a lot of us, you know, I don't. Legally, illegally, however you get your money, I don't doubt that. But I don't down that. I don't down on that. Like, do what you got to do. But you can't sit around. Like, nobody's going to give you nothing. And that goes back into the people expecting someone to give them something. And it's not going to happen like that. You got you to gotta go out here and get it. Right. I respect that, too. I feel like I was that person at a point in time that thought that I could. When you walked in, you talked about manifesting. And you were like, you know, you'd, uh, you feel like you manifested this uh, episode appearance. Yeah. And uh, I thought at a point in time that I was better than work. So I was like, man, fuck work. I'm not about to go to work. I'm about to put, at the time I had a bi- uh, business, right? So I was yeah. like, I'm about to put my everything into this business. I'm about to work on my business. Fuck work. I'm not going to work. Like, I'm going to manifest um, the, the millions or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck I thought I was going to get. And it just goes to show and speaking with you and just from what I've learned, like, yeah, you can manifest some things. Yeah, things can come, but you do have to put some work in. And if that work is again, going to work, go to work. Cause I think a lot of people try to create or sell this dream that like, you know, fuck work and yeah. fuck that shit. You can do it on your own. And I guess you can do it on your own, bitch. You need some money. Go get you some motherfucking money. Yeah, you can. And you can do it on your own. And it is fuck work. Like, no, nobody want to work. Right. No, nobody want to chase nobody's dream. And I and I applaud you for that. Because, you know, <laughs> you definitely felt your moment. And it's all about trial, trial and right. error. Because I know when I feel like my break is coming, I quit. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I'm going to just go and get another job. But, right. like, sometimes it's... It's meant. It's trial and error. You know, I, mean? I didn't quit endless jobs. Yeah. FedEx is probably the job I didn't worked at the longest. <laughs> My girl will tell you, I will wake up one day like, fuck this job. She be like, for real? Again? You know what she's going <laughs> to do again. tomorrow? Like, just have another job. Like, it got to the point one day, I was like, I'm about to quit this job. She was like, you about to have to slide back to your father joint or something. I'm like, no, we not doing that no more. You feel me? It's right. not... uh it's not a doubting thing because it's someone that believes in me, but right. it's someone that also knows, like, all right, let's have a little discretion with it. You right. feel me? So, yeah. No, let's talk if, about... Oh, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you good. Out. You sure? Yeah, you good. Okay. That brings me to, like, the company that you keep. You got a girlfriend that goes hard for you. I think that that's important, too, as a creative, as an artist, whatever the... Fuck whatever your profession is. I think it is important to, take, to be mindful of those people mm-hmm. that you rock with because... If you had a dumb bum ass girl, she would have told you fuck the job, and yeah. then y'all motherfuckers probably would have been homeless or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that happened to me, and so I would never open my mouth and tell anybody quit their job after I learned what I went through. I had quit my job. I was like, I'm gonna invest in this business. I didn't even have money to invest. I was just trying to listen to the shit that I heard people on the internet mm-hmm. say, right? And they're like, fuck your job, da 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 da. And next thing I know, I was homeless, nothing, nowhere to lay my head, nothing. So I would never tell anybody to quit. But yes, believing in yourself, and I think even in believing in yourself, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're like by going to work or doing these things it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't believe in your dreams Mm -hmm. and having those people that are there to remind you to keep your head on straight and not say fuck your dream like not to let shit go for that that um discomfort that you're feeling in the moment because i think it's so easy to feel that especially as you pursue as we pursue these careers we're like um we're we're just fucking sorry i lost my train of thought you get where i was going with it right yeah i definitely understand where you was going we just like you know you just got to know when you know because there is it. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Everything doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, the next person, a person might go ahead, quit their job, and that shit might blow up tomorrow. So, you just got to know. You just got to know when you know. And right. also have great people around you. You feel me? Most of that. Most of that. And also, like, one thing is, like, 
support support people how they support you you feel me like sometimes i even have to like you know catch myself like oh, okay like i'm doing stuff too but like i got to make sure i support her the same way or like support whoever around me like even when you have a moment where you feel like you know something might be going good for you just make sure you you know make sure you still locking in with the people around you and that goes back to being humble like i can never be like Hollywood or like you know feel like anyone owes me anything because no one owes me nothing mm-hmm. like nah <laughs> like I don't know right like yeah now we're gonna run a brief intermission you guys when we come back we're gonna talk about some more things and then we're going to end the show okay run the brief intermission <laughs> I know I can hit if I make the bitch haha. Uh-huh. I'm in the crease and we smoking on Zaza. Brown drum, slide like the cha cha. No, he not gang, try to do me like Mufasa. Act like my mama, but look like my father. Rest in peace, mama, my siblings, I got him. Disrespect them, damn right, it's a problem. Never been selfish, I give if I got it. I know I can hit if I make the bitch haha. I'm in the crease and we smoking on Zaza. Alright, you guys, we are back. And Lay is working on her painting. I'm working on my painting. <laughs> you got 888 on your painting. Are you yeah. into numerology and things yeah. like that? Okay, what does 888 mean? Um, 888 means abundance and blessings. Okay. Okay. It's the angel number I see the most. And I truly believe in it. Like, y'all, when anything great is about to happen or, like, any, like, thing, like, money-wise or anything happens in my life, I see this number everywhere. And some people be like, Oh, you, <clears throat> oh, you sicing it or like, oh, you lying. Like, no, like even her, like I'll tap her. I'll be like, look, look, oh, look at your dashboard or look at this. Look at that. And it's just, yeah. Well, they you lying true. about the numbers showing up all the time or yeah. the reality's the number. Okay, okay. The numbers, okay. the numbers showing up all the time. They're okay. like, oh, you sicing it. Oh yeah. It's other, some people that don't believe in it either. So it's just like. Right. Yeah. I ain't too big on numerology, but I've had a couple of guests come on the show and they've talked to me about it. And they've talked about these numbers that they're constantly seeing. I don't doubt that there's any, you know, connection yeah. to what's going on in this world. I always tell everybody, I'm like, I think everything, like everything has a meaning. Things happen yeah. for a reason. You're seeing these things because, I mean, it's communicating something to you and what might speak to you might not speak to me, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist or that it's not yeah. real. You know what I mean? All right. We got another segment on the show. I call, what would you do? So I'm going to give you some scenarios and you tell All me right. what you would do in this scenario. The first one was actually posted by Rap House TV and the question is you can only pick one a million dollars cash or flip a coin for a billion dollars which one you doing in this moment dang I don't know I probably did a million dollars cash why cause like I know that sounds wild but if I flip the coin and don't do it like get it I'd be broke but like I don't, I don't know but then again, I could, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say million dollars cash. Yeah, no, me too. I ain't a gambler. I ain't about to play no yeah. games with no money. Give me the t- uh, the million up front. I'll rock with that and I'll keep it pushing. Keep it moving. <laughs> For real. The next, what would you do is, all right, let's say, so you talked about your sexuality, yeah. right? Uh, I don't know how true this is, but I have heard of the industry trying to like mm, make other female rappers cover up their sexuality. Like, so let's say we have a gay female rapper. They're telling her you need to rap about a man. Yeah. If you're presented with an opportunity to get the amount of money that you've been trying to get and you get signed to a good label, but they tell you, hey, Lay, we don't want you to be gay anymore. Fuck shit. Fuck gay. What if they try to change the whole from you mask being masculine presenting? Like, what if they just trying to change your whole thing? Are you fucking with it? No, it's uh, it's always it's a no. Like even they could try to somebody could try to get me to change the slightest thing about me. It's always a no. Like I have to keep it real genuine 
authentic. That's how I always would like no. I ghostwrite for somebody. I could do a little Yachty move. You feel me? Like, I tell my cousins all the time, like, hey, cuz, say this. Go in the studio, do this. Rap about nigga. You about to scan this nigga. Rap about this, 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 that. And we going to go up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd do that any day. But, like, nah, I can't change myself. Mm-mm. Right. I respect it. I, I wouldn't even look right. <laughs> you wouldn't look right? I wouldn't even look right. Mm-mm. As a fan? I feel like I'm just a masculine person all around the board. I feel you. But I definitely see a sense of femininity. We was in here fixing our hair and things like that. I'm actually mm-hmm. gay, so I'm, I love the fact that you talk about your um, sexuality and your music. Yeah. You rap about bitches. You got one song, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Message on the uh, yeah. song, uh, the album with Vondre. Yeah. And that song goes hard. It definitely took me back to like, a, have you heard like Alphabet Bitches by Lil Wayne? Yeah. It just took me back to that. I think that's the song where you name the different girls that you yeah. fuck with. Yeah. It just took yeah. me back to that. Anyways, I love it. Don't ever let them change you because we need some more gay representation in the music industry. No, for There's real. not a lot. So I appreciate what you do. Speaking of music, and you talked about being a ghost writer. You know how to freestyle? Yeah. You try to freestyle for me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. So, um... I have two options for you to choose from. I heard in another interview that you like Lauren Hill, and then I heard in another interview that you want to open up for Rod Wave. So yeah. we can do a Rod Wave instrumental, and you go over the beat, and we could try to get Rod Wave to fuck with you, or you could do a Lauren Hill instrumental. Which one you want to do? What'd you think? Lauren Hill, right? Yeah. All right. We can do Lauren Hill. We're going to do Lauren Hill. <laughs> it's the doo wop instrumental. All right. Oh, we got the YouTube ad. Sorry, y'all. Okay. Damn, two ads. Okay. Let them know, yeah, I gotta keep it real. I can never give a fuck how a motherfucker feel. I've been trying to run it up. I'm just trying to get a meal. Trying to keep it to myself. I ain't trying to get a fucking deal. So I got a whole lot on my plate. I'm trying to save my grace. But you know I got to keep the face. Little bitches out here in my face. But TK don't play. You know that she right here okay. She right here on the way. You know I got to run it up. I got to get it in. These niggas talking all that shit. But they ain't with the trends. You know I'm really trying to get it. Got to get them bins. Got to get them Benjamins. Like yes. Niggas out here don't know why they press. If you try. I play, then you know you get left. Mm. Can't be y'all here with the mess. Can't be y'all here with the uh. Whoa, yeah, damn, I almost fucked up. Yeah, I got my bucks up. Really had the luck up. Niggas trying to talk all that shit about me. Niggas trying to talk all that shit for the free look. Mm. Yeah, it's Lauren Hill. Yeah, yeah, it's a damn fucked up. <laughs> no, that was oh, good. Shit, yeah. That was good. Thank you so much. I'm so happy you did that. I love that. I should have told you to incorporate. My name into that song, but it's okay. You did really good. We got you on the next one. I'm gonna stamp the whole it's show. A, no, it's okay. Hold on. Let me close this. Let me All right. I think that was really good. That brings me to my next question when it comes to collaborating with artists and features and things of that nature. How do you decide who you put on the song? Um, I don't know. There's a couple artists that I like would love to work with. Like Raw Wave is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. I would love to work with like Lauren Hill and stuff like that, you know, that mm-hmm. definitely Yeah, but I don't know, like off the top just thinking of 
artists that I want to work with. I don't know. Like, but not artists just... you want to work with. How do you know who you? Because you got like, let's say you got a a, a mixed album. I don't know how you would speak. Oh, about how the one yeah, with Vondre, um, for example. Like, how did you know that you was gonna put Von, do an album with Vondre? Like, how did because you know? uh, Vondre is a producer. So, okay. Um, we just the the flow was right. Like he was sending me the beats. I was fucking with him. Like y'all tapping with Vondre too. He got he got them crank joints. We he just put me on his uh his first producer tape. So okay. he definitely got a lot of great artists on that tape too. Just um they got to go with the feel of the song. Okay. Like I have a um I have a song called Ha Ha that I'm about to get remixed. I won't tell y'all the artist, but when y'all hear y'all gonna be like okay like that was a great choice because they got to flow with it. I got to hear you on the song, I guess, already. I feel you. I feel you. Am I tripping or do you not already have a song called Ha Ha? Yeah, I do. It's a remix. Oh, you say you're going to remix that yeah, song. Okay, okay. Got you. Got you. Okay. Um. So, you, you, when it comes to putting anybody on a song, on your song, I guess it's, it's about the feel. Yeah. Do you care? Like, let's say somebody reaches out to you. Let's say I reach out to you. I don't know. I'm terrible at music, but I got a song and I'm like, Lay, I want you on a song. You going to hop on the song? Um, at first I was like that, like doing features with anybody, but like, I feel like a lot of people try to like play with my name or like play me. Cause like, I don't know, I'll be trying to like fit the feel of the song or mm -hmm. like fit the vibe of the song. Mm -hmm. So right now, like I really have to fuck with the song and get on it. Wait, how was they trying to play with you? Like say my part on the song, then crank and oh. stuff like that. So like, you know, and it's just like, damn, like, I feel like a lot of people expect like, you know, like. How like sixteen is mm -hmm. like I'ma just blow up a song or something and I don't I don't I don't think it's like that. Okay, I feel you. Wait, so they put you on the song because they think it'll blow, or they I they guess, expect I, the same flow as sixteen? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Or like the same. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, they just I don't know. All right, are you charging for features at this point in your career? Yeah. All right. What's the feature price? Um, I'm working with budgets right now. Okay. Just you know. Um, I know they like giving out a set price sometimes. Like people are like, you know, hell no. Nah. So like they'll like not respond, which mm -hmm. is. But let's talk about that too. Knowing your worth, yeah. Do you be changing your price when people are like, okay, I want you on this song, or they try to pay book a feature? You tell them the price. They're like, nah. Do you play with them on the price? Like you be like, okay, like yeah, like we can negotiate, but negotiate like I won't do worth. nothing like that. That's retarded. I feel you. I'm not taking no fifty dollars, hundred dollars. Yeah. How did know? you get to a place where you knew how much you should charge for a feature, and you were comfortable with charging what you asked for? Um, a lot of uh, people in the industry follow me. Oh, like, okay. I have like, if you really crank and like, I post like people are watching me, so like you know, <laughs> it's like it's it's definitely worth it. Like you're gonna you're gonna be seen. People are gonna see the song. I feel you, and I respect it. I think my question was more so, like, getting to a point where you were comfortable and charging, but you said that because people in the industry follow you, you Like, not even more. just that, and, like, just knowing my work, and, like, that's one of the reasons, like, you know, like, you're going to get fans, basically. Like, not, not endless fans, because, you know, right now it's a point where I have a lot of fans, because, yeah. like, they're seeing other people's support, so, like, just trying to get that genuine support, but if I do a song and, like, we crank the song and it goes up. There's more people that's gonna look from from my end than your end because there's not a lot of people watching certain people. Right. So like, if we have like the same status or like 
something like that. Like, of course, I'm not going to charge you for a feature. We can help each other. But if I feel like I'm not really going to benefit from, from doing the song, then I will charge. Right. Okay. I respect that. And the only reason I asked for the clarity was because um, I know that there are probably up and coming artists watching. And so they might have that question. Like, how yeah. do I know when it's time to charge? So I appreciate you just breaking that down for them to understand. Um, as it relates to having fans and growing a fan base, how has that been for you? Yeah, that's been, that's been great. Um, When I got back from Dallas... Somebody uh, stopped me in a Seven Eleven, and we were like talking about music and mm -hmm. everything. But they were like, "Oh my God, I see your song on DMV Hoods and News," and I was just like, "Damn!" Like it's two in the morning. I was making a, I was making a glizzy, y'all. So like, I didn't want them to give me a picture of that joint. For me, I really had that joint decked out at Seven <laughs> Eleven, like two in the morning. But like, yeah, that shit. That's how I just. That shit's just like, it's real fans. Or like, I'll be on my page. I'll be like, love from Canada. Aww. Or like, love from Japan. And like, just Australia. Like, it's places that's really listening to the song. And that's what's up. Do the girls be on it? I know you got a girlfriend. The girlfriend is here. No disrespect. But do the girls be pressed over you? Has shit changed as far as women being pressed on you? I mean, they always been pressed. You okay. feel me? I'm letting them know late, but and she not you. she not playing that. I'm not playing that. And um, I was just about to ask. Uh, I love I love my girlfriend. I would never have her on no no shave room shit like that. Right? Have I fucked up before? Yes, but nah. She no, not we playing ain't got to we ain't got to talk about the fuck up. But we <laughs> <laughs> ain't playing that shit. Taylor, do you have you noticed a change in women being pressed on her? And do you care? Does it bother you to be dating somebody that is in the limelight? No, it don't bother me. I see it, uh -huh. but I just be like, they're not stupid. Right. They not like I knew who I am. Right. Like, no. Right. Be cool. Okay, okay, okay. As long as they speak to me too. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Gotta respect yeah. the missus and yeah. thank you. Okay. Uh, I feel like we've covered everything. Is there anything that you want to say to the people? Your last words. Um, y'all, please promote y'all music. Do everything y'all got to do towards y'all music. Don't half-ass yourself. It's mm -hmm. never going to work. And also, keep going. Like, it's okay to get that little slight promo. It's okay to do slight stuff, you feel me? Because that's how it works. I haven't paid no crazy amount of money to be on any pages. But I have paid endless little pages, endless money just so it can push because people, the same people that follow those bigger pages, those bigger pages follow the little people mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So it'll be seen. Just keep pushing, work hard, and go to work. Take your ass to work. It ain't, it ain't shit out here, man. Right. Nah, for real. Y'all stay dangerous. You feel me? It's love no less. And thank you. I said I was going to close it, you. but no, yeah, I appreciate you too. I said I was going to close it, but something had came to my mind. I had it in my notes and I wanted to touch on it. When you, uh, In 16, you speak a lot about grief, not necessarily like death, but like, let's say a cousin no longer talking to you, a best friend no longer fucking with you. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to ask how you handle grief and what's your, what's your, um, how do you get over it? Because it seems like you've dealt with a lot. Um... You never really, like, get over it. You just, like, learn to live around it. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's like, it kind of becomes like that old box of stuff that you have. And, like, you know, you get too many boxes. It's going to get in the way. So, you got to deal with little stuff. But, like, as far as, like, losing people, you feel me? Um, the song, like, me and my cousin talked again. Like, you know, me and my best friend. Like, you know, we're talking again. Like, it, it. Starts over like it's kind of like a square one thing, but just being able to work towards stuff because like, you know, life is short. Yeah. I'm not saying like 
let anyone play with you. But if people are remorseful and y'all are able to work y'all differences out, work that out, you feel me? And forgive people, even if you don't got to talk to them again if you forgive them. Like, yeah. you just, just, you're not giving a fuck. So just, you know, don't hold on to anything you don't have to hold on to. And thank you. Let's show them our paintings. <laughs> I like that you had said the thing about just because you forgive them, it doesn't mean you got to let them back into your life because I have definitely fucked up and forgave and let ancient motherfuckers back in my life and they need to be in my life. So that was a that was a bar right there, a word. Here are our paintings. Super cute. It's going on the wall. Do they need to be um, on the lookout for any songs, anything dropping? Yes, uh, new music on the way. I did. Uh, I wrote seventeen, so that shit, that shit gonna hit. Okay, everything's gonna be in the description box below. You guys already know what to do. First of all, follow her everywhere. What's the socials? L e k l r y g on everything. And thank you. It'll be on the screen. It'll be in the description box below. You guys know. Click the description. Click the link in the description box below to be notified when the Constantina Show merch drops. Follow me everywhere at Constantina Show on Instagram and TikTok. And I think that's it. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you in next week's episode. Peace. Look, if I pop me a bean, it's a fast jam. If I pop me a perk, that's a slow jam. Brody gon' rob me like Batman. That boy fake put that boy in the trash can.